Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. We are live and we are... Where are we? What do you want to call this place? Uh, my house is called Splendid Isolation. <laughs> I, li- I live alone. I thought you were just going to call it Splendor for a second there. It's like the house that isn't sugar. Splendid Isolation. It's uh, named after a Warren Zevon song. Okay. All right. Splendid isolation is where we are tonight. This is episode 29 of The Simpsons Index. Hello, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And joining me in this, uh, The Splendid Isolation is... I'm Phil Calloway. And... Hello, my name is number one. And so forth. And so forth. That's all they get in the Stonecutters episode. What do you want? I'm running out. <laughs> yes, you are. That, uh, that, yep, Phil and BT joining me here tonight. And yeah, this is The Simpsons Index, where we watch three episodes of The Simpsons at a time and review them. The three episodes must come from different decades. So starting out right now, we just watched a season 27 episode, episode six, Friend with Benefit, yeah. um, a.k.a. the one where Homer like does a GoFundMe to get a, a stand and sit and chair, chair and, and uh, Lisa makes her new friend and that trails friend off into other bullshit. Gives anyway, them stuff. Yeah. Guys, what'd you think? It's all right. Yeah. It, it exists. I liked it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I had a good time. It was like, I think the first new year, I don't know why I'm quite quotation marks there it's, it's hard <laughs> one, of the, um, the old, one of the, the newer old. ones that I actually enjoyed watching alright cool and and yourself Paige um, it was fine it passed the time mm. ouch yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't dislike it it's just okay passed yeah. the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's another event between here and the grave yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I got mixed feelings on this one. So anyway, starting out with the episode, it starts out with a parody of the the feast, which yeah. was I think it was before Inside Out. Yeah, I'm or pretty sure something. I was, I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, that confused the shit out of me. Yeah, if you don't yeah. know that's a parody of that, then you would have no idea what's going on. I had no idea what's going on. I yeah. said, like I said to Elliot, we were watching. I'm like, is this the show? And it's like, oh, it's like a short film thing. And I thought it was like a station ID where. The dog come along and go, oh, we love Fox. And then they go to, ah, oh, the sound yeah. of like, okay, now the episode's nope. starting. But mm. then I looked over and both of you were taking notes. I'm like, oh shit, it's actually started. <laughs> I felt yeah, like a Pink Floyd song. Yeah, they sort of did this in lieu of the chalkboard. Uh, the usual introduction. Yeah, um, and the couch gag, yeah. Um, yes. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like this thing because... Like, they had the animation all right, you know, and the parody and whatever of just, yeah, Santa's little helper getting fat and stuff. But then... Okay, uh, so it does that. It's just him in the Simpsons house catching the food, and then um, he's at the retirement home once he becomes obese for some reason. That's where you fat put dogs. fat dogs. Is the retirement home? Yeah, and then he didn't, he, it didn't look old as no, a cartoon no, dog does. And uh, and then he dies, and then they give him the choice of going to Fit Dog Heaven or Fat Dog Hell, and that's where it well, ends. Fat Dog Hell has free pizza. I mean, come on. <laughs> but also, aren't you fat? Already? Yeah, like, is that already? Aren't you there because, hey, you're fat, you're going to hell, apparently. All dogs go to heaven except the fat ones, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. a hell full of fat puppies. That, that sounds actually kind of adorable. Yeah, I'd, I'd say <laughs> Just pat everything. Who's <laughs> a chubby little hell puppy. Also, yeah. my, my only note for this was boring. Yeah. yeah that's it was fair. nothing. It was nothing. No jokes, no gags. Just watching the dog eat stuff off the floor for a minute. Yeah. Mm. And was, as a parody of the Pixar short, it it doesn't even follow the same plot. So mm. why are we watching? Yeah, it's dumb and it's just it's filler. That's all it is. Yeah, it really is. Like a lot of a lot of the later era stuff, you see either very long intros or these 
little segments that cut in out of, and out of nowhere and they're just yeah they're there to fill time because they couldn't make a full episode put put your intro in that takes up 45 well, seconds that's, yeah. the other, that's the other weird thing is they've got a long credit uh like during the credit sequence like put that in that was at least got a joke in the end yeah. it wasn't a, an amazing joke but it was a joke mm. i loved it yeah that's yeah, fine and it's like why not have that instead of uh, it's, yeah put sense. that in the episode yeah. make your episode 30 seconds longer yeah. i mean it would, it would do it just fine so yeah. well to me that's sort of what the um the whole uh homer getting the what was it seat to feet chair um, that whole story oh, the Smokey line. Dawson chair the what the Smokey Dawson chair who's Smokey Dawson it's like an Australian country singer who used to promote his own self his own version of self-lifting chairs oh really well there you go <laughs> I believe so or I'm remembering some bullshit that someone told me 20 years ago <laughs> either way history and yeah so the episode also kicking out off with that like feast thing and then going straight to Homer gorging himself while Santa's little helper it was thin again felt it like a didn't thread, feel right but I didn't yeah it, it felt like that was supposed to I think it was just a coincidental thread. And he shovels some pills in his mouth called Statins. Do you guys know what that is? No, I wrote that in as well. I'm like, maybe it's a cholesterol pill. It seems like an American pharmaceutical thing. Yeah. Yep. According to Google Index, it's a a class of lipid-lowering medications. Uh, Lowers your uh, hunger. Uh, Found to reduce cardiovascular disease. Or it makes your cardiovascular disease better. Mm. And it removes all your lipids. Well, we had to look that up, so... <laughs> You're learning. Yep, I'm used to looking things up, watching like Frasier or something like that, but I expect <laughs> to know what The Simpsons are talking about. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he sees the ad for the, the Smokey Dawson chair and he comments, um, oh, 1100, I liked that wording. Yeah, and, and I do actually quite like this gets straight to the point. Like, mm. once we get into the episode proper, home watching TV, as he always does, see something he wants, that's your kickoff for your episode. It gets yeah. straight to the point. Doesn't like need that. anything more. And uh, it also kicks off the B plot pretty quick as well, where the school is having its, um, you know, club joining day <laughs> yeah. yep. things i don't actually know exist apart from movies uh, yeah american shows have shown me that enough that i'm sure this is a thing i don't know what to call it because i don't know what it is yeah club fair but i mean the only weird part is for some reason lisa is running the magic club and it's like of all clubs lisa would be in why not jazz um there is a little continuity there where yeah. um in the episode from i think it's season 22 the great Simpsina, where um she does become really good at magic oh there you go and I think it's only that time, but it may have come up a couple of other times. I'm not sure. Yeah. Also, there was a good sign gag in there in amongst the clubs. There was one that was for medicine called Club Med. Yeah, oh, really? Like that. It made me smile. <laughs> and there's a good bit with um, Ralph's Hug Club. He's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Hug Club was awesome. Yeah, and then they stick the uh, Dude, warning, do not hug. Yeah. <laughs> and he still oh. says, hug me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so she, yeah, she meets Harper, who is already excellent at magic too, and... Um, Yep. Yeah, it felt weird that Lisa would offer her to be president of it. <laughs> like, No, that was meant to be a gag of, you can be president, all you have to do is watch this booth while I go pee. It's like, she just needed to pee. Yeah. Oh, they really paced that out badly. Yeah, no, it was, was really, you can be president. Like, it felt like also, at first it was, you can be president because that's how desperate I am for a friend. Yeah. Um, but then she had the bathroom break. And I, was like, I, I thought know. it was, you can be president because you are obviously better than magic than I am. Because yeah. I can cut a banana whilst in the skin and she made, I can't remember. Oh, no. What did she do? So uh, made 52 of her business cards appear out of nowhere. Yep. Classic magician. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like how they rounded off that gag with Willie turning on the sprinklers. Like, I felt really dumb to me. Yeah, it's like you can just transition for a scene. You don't need to ruin the fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 50-50 on that. I'm grateful that they didn't spend time finishing that whole thought and getting out and doing something proper. Yeah. Like, they didn't spend any time setting it up. They didn't. There wasn't three minutes worth of... 
well, guys, tomorrow is the join a club fair. We hope you've got your booths made. And then seems, uh, you know, Lisa going, oh, I've worked so hard on this booth. And, yeah, uh, and then like, that could have been, that could have been a 15 minute death trap of time for, yeah. Yep. But, no, but like, yeah, like I said, it gets to the point on both A and B plots and, uh, yeah. But yeah, so it goes back to the B, uh, B uh, sorry, is it the A plot at this point? Like, I mean, because we were, it sort of feels weird. We were introduced to it first, I'm calling it A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chair is A. Well, well they, they merge well, that's they it. Merge like, pretty quickly. The B quickly. plot is way more important, but the A plot does happen first, and it does take up the majority of the first act. Like, you don't even really go back to Harper and Lisa during... Um, that first act either like there is a small snippet um, of Lisa having a Skype conversation with her and she's doing the rings trick and but, that's sort of all they return to with the Harper mm. story in the first act yeah no, for now it's all about the chair that helps Homer stand up without him having to stand up yeah that. and so what do you think about the whole crowdfunding angle like the I think, new panhandling yeah I think it accurately depicted what most people think about it like I'm a fucking sick of people trying to get me to crowdfund stuff not even me yeah. personally just mm. notes on facebook and twitter and people going oh i've got this go this go fund me thing it's like oh what are you doing oh i really want to buy a designer pair of shoes you're like fuck off buy them yourself <laughs> why would i ever do that yeah so I, I i think all their jokes were pretty on the mark and i do mm. like how lenny goes why don't you do what everyone does these days and by these days i mean at least two years ago yeah <laughs> yeah he's kind of moved on from that now yeah but it's a good example of you know, the things like the potato salad that got $10,000 worth of funding. Or, yeah. What was it? Cards Against Humanity got $80,000 to dig a hole. What? Yeah. No, they did what? like... I was meant to be in protest of something. I can't remember why. And it was like, yeah, Holes. give us money and we'll dig a hole in the ground. And they did. And they got $80,000. Did they dig the hole? They dig. Okay. I don't know if it was $80,000 worth of hole. I don't know what that <laughs> looks like. But... It'd be a pretty schmick hole. You would imagine. Yeah. yeah. You'd have but, stairs um, at least. No. they. It's like... Yep, that's crowdfunding. Potato salad, statues of Robocop, and holes in the ground. I think a lot of crowdfunding is just what high people will click yes to. Yeah. yeah. Or what people go, ha, ah, that's so internet click. Mm. Yeah. You know, the dangers of spending a dollar, people. Don't. Do and it. yeah, unfortunately Don't. undercuts the people who are like, I need a new wheelchair or, you know. <laughs> yeah, doing something important or useful or entertaining. Yeah, I've got a baby with a disease. I, I will say, it's not crowdfunding because now everything's Patreon, but I've... Uh, What's the word? Subscribed my first Patreon, um, Sounds Fans Radio. I like their work. Oh, cool. You patroned it? I patroned it. I'm a pet <laughs> Patreon of theirs now. Uh, you are patronizing? Yes, I am patronizing. Oh, you. wait, no, you're the thing being patronized. I, I don't even They're know. They're patronizing you. I don't know how the words work. So Homer's uh, crowdfunding video has Lisa come in and he's like, Lisa, quick, say, please give now. And Lisa's like, yeah. please give now. And he's like, excellent. And she's like, what was that for? He's like, oh, never mind. We'll take this out in post. And then you see yeah, people shit. watching that on the TV and they're like, he didn't even have enough money to take that out in post. Yeah, that and was a great Working in post, line. that made me laugh. Um, I didn't like the Van Houten's bit though, like when they reacted and then it was all about Kirk having another bank account and another phone. I don't yeah. know. It just, it felt dumb. Also, this is season 20, did you say? 27. 27. Millhouse's dad knows who Homer is. He's not <laughs> some guy... It's like, I know this man. I've known yeah. him for a long time. Our sons have been best friends somehow in the fourth grade for well, 20 years. Well, yeah. I mean, even Lenny goes, oh, I, I go to work with him. That's uh, Homer something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like... Yeah. I don't know. That, that feels sense. like a Homer line coming out of Lenny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's like, uh, 
Cal wants his autograph, and he goes, "Oh, well, there you go. Uh, what is your name? This is your. This is mine. Take it or leave it, Carl." Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but Lenny did have a good line in this, which was season three of anything's the best. <laughs> yeah. And as we recently discussed, one line Lenny is where he sits. It, it is yeah. best when he gets one, just one bit, and it's funny. Just imagine the dollars per word that the guy writing Lenny's lines get. Nah, that guy is a r- rich guy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I um, also like when they're talking about crowdfunding, they say, uh, Zach Braff's generation defining dud, wish I was here. Because <laughs> there was a lot of controversy about that. Apparently he had more than enough money to fund it himself. It was already bankrolled by a studio. He still asked, oh, for, really? he still asked for crowdfunding and uh, apparently it sucked anyway. So I know Screen Junkies like started their own Kickstarter to do an, an anti-Zach Braff campaign ad. <laughs> but also, if you're asking people to give you money and they do, it's their fault for being dickheads yeah if you're not money. researching it or going this, like, oh, this has been funded 17 times over already I'm going to fund them anyway it's, yeah. like, it's like oh it's, I believe something it. that someone told me on the internet for free about giving them money it's like yep. that's all the alarm bells right away yeah, there's a great line which is April Fool's Day is the only day anyone double checks facts on the internet it's like <laughs> that is great because no one ever does the number of times you see like just if you spent 30 seconds googling you'd know that's wrong and even I got suckered in last April Fool's fucking James Squire posted this ad saying oh uh, we're bringing out a new kale ale you know a beer with kale spinach and mm-hmm. Beige working in the liquor industry and messaged him right away and I go what the fuck is this showed in the picture and so, dude, what day is it? <laughs> fucking April, motherfucking first. The, it's the 20th of February. Yeah. yeah 30 um, yeah. Anyway, but that little bit. So, naturally, uh, Homer's crowdfunding lets him get in, get the chair. And then, of course, an angry mob shows up because this is Springfield and they're synonymous with angry mobs. Yep. Uh, during which they, yeah, basically attack his chair and burn it. Well, no, not they don't burn the chair. They burn Abe. <laughs> yeah, for a while, Grandpa's like, wait a second, this isn't the chair, and it's just Grandpa's like, how did that happen exactly? Yeah, and he, he doesn't even have a quip or a line. And he's like, but he does say no refund or no tip or something mm. as he gets hauled into the ambulance, but it was... Oh, right. It did I'm, seem I'm like maybe there's a uh, caveat that says Grandpa must appear mm. in one in every five episodes. They're like, mm. right. Well, yeah, but, even Bart, like, it felt like both of his lines were pretty token. Like, hey, I'm Bart and I'm here. Although the second one was really good. What was that? The So long uh, The condescending. She's oh, being yeah. condescending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was condescending you a free bike. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I, I know, that was very good. good. I enjoy a little bit of wordplay. But yeah, the other one was just like, oh, we're not going anymore? Hi, Karumba. Pretty much. The last thing on the chair, um, the whole exercise TV gag, where it <laughs> does, like, the... TV here doing squats or something, up, and then it's down. a real up, close shot down. on Homer going up and down. And I didn't like that bit, but when it did um, the uh, the wide shot where it showed, uh, I hope your core is burning, and it goes, it is, and it's a wide shot, and that shows him with soup on his gut. Yeah. Like, I liked that, and then they added to the joke as well by having the whole armrest arm rest lift up. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty staple. You could see that. The first joke coming for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know he's not doing setups. He's in a depressed state after having his chair destroyed. Uh, basically, the, the, I never get to have nice things. It seems fair enough. He's lived a long and ridiculous life that always ends in going back to normal. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and then Lisa's friend's dad, Harper's dad, I need to just cut that down, uh, is like, hey, do you want tickets to this boy band? You have platinum wristbands. And then yeah. 
Homer has the moment of yeah, ele- elevating. So he goes through the silver and then goes up to gold and then platinum and then platinum with stripes. Yep, yep. And yeah, there were some okay gags going through there, like the Bumblebee and Sideshow Mel talking to each other and um, the Dredrick Tatum and the um, Renier Wolfcast gags. I didn't mind them. They weren't great. But yeah, but they were, they're, a bit, they're a bit phoned in. They're like exactly what you expect from yeah. walking past people behind them there in the foreground saying a line as you walk through the exclusive part of the club. Yeah, yeah it, like- it wasn't like as special to their characters either. Mm, it was, no, yeah. it was just stuff. Yeah, Rainier Wolfcastle making a Mel Gibson reference. and Yes. Yeah, and yep. so they meet the boy band, um, uh, Doe-Eyed Boys, I think they were yep. called, yep. with, I love the names, Boz, Bindi, Macquarie, and Wodonga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they did, they definitely like- did their uh, research on the names for Australians. Yeah, yeah one They're of an the- Australian boy band. One of the um, storyboard artists or something um, is uh, from Brisbane, actually. Matt Sch- Schofield, I think his name is. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they probably just hit him up one day. <laughs> hey, give us some Australian things. Wadonga. Uh, yeah, you got Macquarie, Wadonga. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I was like, well, I'm impressed. They've obviously done some work on this yeah. one, as opposed yeah. to the Australian episode. Yeah, I was about to say, as opposed to the episode where they're in Australia, which has nothing to do with anything. Also, I do love... <laughs> The bit, I think it was when they're deciding to go to this boy band and Homer's like, oh, Australian boy bands. And Marge goes, oh, it makes me think about how I used to like watching, um, I can't remember what it was, some Australian reference. And and Homer's like, Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, I will never make it, I will never forgive you for making me watch Crocodile Dundee 3. And I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, that was the last LA one as well. That was terrible. Yes, it was. I've only ever heard legends. They're <laughs> not legends. They're not. <laughs> They're horror stories. Um, so, yeah, they get to go into the Platinum with Stripes uh, skybox thing, which um, allows them to, like, control and go into the stage and stuff like that. And it's yeah. the seats behind this. St- like, yeah, it's really weird, but kind of funny at times, but mostly. I, I was like, there's... A nice little uh, callback reference, which is in the background. They're playing a music video, which has Niva Netanyahu written on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which then flips to join the Navy. It's like, oh, you didn't have to flip that. I already got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did not get that. I was trying to figure out what the fuck that thing said. Ah, okay. Eva Netanyahu. When Bart and Milhouse, Ralph and Nelson are in a boy band. I'm feeling a bit scared now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> join us. I'll try to remember that and I'll bring it to you for the um, next time we have yeah. you on the index. Yeah, but in the end, it turns out they're um, working for the Navy, sending subliminal mes- mes- uh, messages to children by sending singing <laughs> Neven et Diage, which is join the Navy backwards. Um, and yeah, so Homer and uh, What's-His-Face go wander off and then he does the whole toasting and then the whole crazy head smashing bit yeah. starts. This is when I am just flat out annoyed by Harper's dad. Yeah, when he's like, when I'm happy, I headbutt things. When I'm sad, I buy a hockey team. I yeah. Like, I like the hockey team gag. Yeah, funny. but it was just the headbutting. was like, is this going to go into like how he's yeah. really depressed or something? And it yeah, just and I like, did. No, he just headbutts things when he's happy. And I had enough pause between him saying a thing and then doing it and then saying something else. I, like, you'd be like, I headbutt things when I'm happy. Headbutt, headbutt. See? I was like, in my brain, there's like, that's enough time for me to like go, oh, you're actually super depressed and this yeah. is a terrible thing that you know you're doing that's the only thing you're doing for whatever reason. Yeah, that's but where I thought out, it was going. Like, nope. He just gets happy and heads butts walls. And then Homer headbutt the wall. Yeah. The wall destroys Homer. We've seen Homer headbutt a million yeah, things. Exactly. We know he, he has, would have been up there with the headbutting best. Yeah, from the boxing episode, we know he has Homer Simpson syndrome, which is like <laughs> having a football helmet inside his skull. Yeah. 
absolutely. And then, but there was the good line after that of, um, haha, see, you proved the doctor wrong that said you wouldn't live. Uh, he he could still die. Yeah, <laughs> get out. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is another problem I have with the episode. They cut to a scene of Homer and Lisa in the car where Lisa just announces she's starting to get annoyed by Harper and we hadn't had yeah, any this... interaction with them, good or bad, for a long time in this episode. Yeah, and... it felt like it was re-emerging that other plot. but Yeah, and so Homer tells Lisa in this point to just suck it up and enjoy it because she's going to give you all the things that I can't because she's rich. But, well, yeah, the problem with that is because Lisa's like, well, you know, we were all chatty, but when the concert started, she wouldn't let me get a word in edgeways. Like, yeah, yeah she's watching a concert. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you had the context of her trying to say, thanks so much or something that Harper like I don't know doing a rich person shut up by putting a fishbowl yeah. on their head or something <laughs> then sure that would make a little more it was just like it's like well we don't really I was gonna say finger to the lips but way to up it with a bit of comedy there <laughs> yeah. that she's just got the uh, uh, skybox fishbowl and it yeah. just dumps <laughs> it on her head <laughs> yeah something like that it's just because the way Lisa says it it sounds like yeah shut up but, yeah. you but tried yeah, to speak uh, in a moment where you shouldn't have spoken yeah. and someone was annoyed at you yeah. makes sense but yeah, just instead has Lisa just announcing the plot. and yeah. Which is a super annoying when the next scene is this David Copperfield concert. Again, way to be um, current <laughs> Simpsons writers. I, I guess his voice acting is cheap these days. Um, <laughs> oh, take that. Um, anyway, and she is an arsehole and pushes Lisa to the side. And I'm like... Okay, then there was no reason for that car scene to exist because then after hmm. that you could just go straight to the breakfast thing where they where they do the same the, thing where it basically yeah. says, you know, they've invited us to the island, but Lisa's getting tired of her, and they're like, just shut up, we want to go to the island. Mm. Yeah, it gets yeah. the same point twice, and there's no, yeah, either flesh out the first part so we know it's escalating or yeah. cut cut that whole first part entirely. Um, but also there is the good line where they get invited to the island and Marge is like, ah, oh, but the kids have school. And they're like, so what? Lisa's not going to fall behind and Bart's not going to catch <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and and when Marge does convince Homer Nora when he sends the string of emojis and then there's an, uh, an emoji. Ah, uh, I didn't uh. get that as a pun. Nice. <laughs> no, I didn't get that as a pun either. It was a emoji of a beer, an at symbol, and then an emoji of Mo. Yeah. And now that I say it out loud, emoji, that yeah, makes sense. Right but there. I didn't think that at the time because I was going... <laughs> Why is Mo got an emoji? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I like For it. the pun. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, at this point, this is when Harper again is a jerk, tries to give her a bike, and as Lisa said, yeah, she's really condescending about it. And um, What do you guys think of that scene? Was, yeah. nah. You know what? I, all I wrote down was Lisa takes the high ground again. Yep. Yeah. It's like, even if, like, really, you could go... Well, I find this condescending, but I am getting a brand new bike to replace the one that Homer built me that pedals backwards. Yeah. And my whole family wants to go on this Caribbean cruise for free with this rich family. Yeah. The selfless thing to do would be take your free bike and go on the holiday. Don't yeah. stand up for your misguided well, morals and ruin everyone's day. No, 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 that. But we could have got a different storyline for Lisa who starts taking the presents and then later on has a crisis Ooh. of conscience and says... I'm really sorry. I've been kind of taking advantage of you. I've yeah. been taking your gifts and then have Harper go, yeah, I know. You're just the stooge I have with me. So I have a friend. You get stuff and I, I, I get someone to look at me like I'm great. Yeah. And yeah. then she can have the moral outrage of I've tried to be a good person, but you're actually just using me and I'm like the way I'm using you. So they having that realization that you don't need that kind of friendship. That would be a different path we've not seen Lisa take and I would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more. It would have been better character building rather than the uh, closing out with a real trite Millhouse gag. Although they clearly showed where if you were on the seat and on the seat of the bicycle, it yeah. had an alarm system where yep. if you got on and you were not Lisa Simpson, it would say, 
you're not Lisa Simpson. And then Chief Wiggum would literally turn oh, up in a yeah. second and go, this is what we come out for. Fuck, I was I fully expecting that. Milhouse to get on the bike and yeah. then Chief Wiggum just run up and like Kung Fu kick him off <laughs> because we'd just seen that setup. Otherwise, yeah, it's that's like... That's the obvious joke. Yeah, I was really surprised yeah. that they just went with the uh, Milhouse walking a bike gets too fast walking a bike yeah. and has to slow down. Wow, that is, yeah, so the better move there. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Simpsons. You're not doing the obvious things and you are doing the unobvious things. <laughs> All right, so uh, getting into Act 3, that's uh, when... Uh, I was like just before that, there's a bit where um, Bart's sitting in a Hawaiian shirt, it changes colour between scenes. Oh, really? It's red when Lisa walks in dun, and then dun, changes dun. blue. Oh, you are fired, online department. I know. Mm, that's actually on so, Matt Sch- Schofield. That's we are his we are supposed to say, well, clearly in this scene, <laughs> you see Bart's shirt change color. Uh, what are we supposed to believe? This is a magic shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw him put it on, so maybe it is a magic shirt. Yeah, it could be hypercolor. Mm, hypercolor Hawaiian shirt. So they get to the uh, island, and I liked the sign gags of, you know, be in a movie with Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, around. that made me laugh, actually. Swimming lessons with Michael Phelps. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> And the, um, uh, what was it, Buffet Island and then des- Desert <laughs> Island, which like, is a pretty island. clever Desert Island joke. Yeah, yeah. But then they have a bit island. where Homer and Bart kill a bunch of dudes. Oh, I think that was just oh. the playthings of the rich where they had a full-sized working pirate ship and they shot down a full-sized working other ship. Yeah, but then he chucks the... Uh, chum. Chum into the... And then yeah, but the last shark. time that happened, yeah, Homer throws chums in, into the water to kill Bart and Bart gracefully rides the nose of a great white shark from the sea yeah. onto the boat, top of the boat. So I presume that's what happened there as well. No, I think that's fair enough. I will say for an episode that's largely doesn't have too much on wackiness, that is a sudden, much more wacky moment that feels a little bit out of place, but yeah. it's fine. It wasn't so bad that I was angry about it. Um, I was angry about the Uke scene, though. That song seemed to go on for ages well, with their weird faux Jamaican accents. Before that, we get... yeah. It's weird, but before that, we get a strange Homer comes out of the water like Honey Rider out of Doctor No. Yeah. Ah, that's the reference. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, don't know why we're making this reference, but okay. It wasn't terrible. It was just like, don't know why this is here. <gasps> They're on a beach. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's in a lazy boy recliner. Yeah. He needs to be in a white speedo with a belt and a dagger. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, weird. I didn't find it super out of place, but no, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't funny. It was just, it, it was like a reference for reference sakes. Yep. And, um, and yeah, the moment where Homer sticks up for Lisa finally felt pretty forced to me as well. Yeah. Um, with the whole like panning back between his choices and Lisa looking at it. I, don't I know. think Lisa, at least I'm going to say, well, dad looks like you have a choice to make. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? And we hadn't picked that up already? Yeah. And especially when it's like, this is when you go, Lisa, you're eight slash 30 now. You should be able to stand up for yourself <laughs> against literally your own peers like she's yeah. in the same school in the same grade it's not like she's being oppressed by you know the fox corporation or anything or like an adult it's just another eight-year-old kid lisa's smart enough and forthright enough to go you know what i don't like the way you treat me we're getting the fuck out of here well it even should have been homer just saying give her give her hell lisa like instead of him like yeah. saying it like that was just, yeah him he just sp- gives her support and then she does you know her stands yeah. up for herself mm. everybody gets off much better instead it was like for some reason homer has to be the one to make the stand here i was like don't yeah. know why that is and yeah looks at the turtle that flipped over uh, got flipped over by harper and he goes oh now how you feel as he's carrying his um dragging his seat and feet recliner away seat two feet seat two feet um so yeah then seat it ends to feet 
Mm-hmm. Ends with the whole um, Homer doing like a goodbye moon parody of all the things on the island. Um, yeah. I hated every single bit except the final one, which was goodbye, Bart. <gasps> goodbye, Bart. Time for the questionnaire. Um, so, yeah, as we said before, storyline wise, it was like an A and a B, but the A gets dropped in the first act and then the B becomes the focus. And they, um, they join up anyway. Yeah. So. If you could, should, or were to put this episode in a playlist, what would the theme be? I like that we have options now. Mm. Could, should, or would. I Um, could put it in the Tropical Island playlist. mm -hmm. I should put it in the Homer Gets a New Friend playlist. (laughs) But I would put it in the... I'll watch this again playlist. (laughs) I was going to put it in the Homer Gets a New Chair playlist. So that gives you like the Frank Grimes ones where you get a Mm -hmm. new chair. Or the one where he wins the... um, First annual Montgomery Burns uh, Award for Outstanding Achievement yep. in the Field of Excellence. Does he win a chair for that? Yeah. No, he wins Money to Buy a Chair. Ah, subtle differences. Yeah. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Um, yeah, no one's off point in terms of character. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty close. They're yeah. a little closer to being a little character, like a caricature of themselves. Not full on, but there are points where... It's very obvious Lisa just announces the morality of the situation. Yeah. That's but uh, it's true. it's not to a terrible point. It just feels lazy rather than bad. Yeah, I think it was maybe a bit... There wasn't as much going on as a good Simpsons episode. Like Marge and Bart did nothing. Yeah. Maggie was there for one psych gag, catch the baby thing. Yeah. Uh, well, generally when we talk... When he, he talks about feel like it, we're talking about the integrity and if the characters felt like they were being themselves or if they I were... Understand now. Yeah, or if they were drastically changing who they were to, to fit a stupid plot. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with... They're not quite caricatures of themselves, mm. but they're edging that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say, yeah, character wise, that they're all pretty on point. It's just overall feeling of the show and like the integrity of the show as a whole. I feel like they were doing more of this sort of um, segmented, um, sort of lots of choppy scene changes with not a lot of the story holding it together. And I thought there was more meat on some of the. Um, on the bones that they left behind, like in the boy band thing and in the mm. chair thing, even like yeah, I thought there was um they didn't explore as much as they would have back in the old days. Yeah, that's very true. There wasn't fifty gags, like fifty Australian gags in that concert. Yeah, no one got eaten by a shark, a spider, or a yep. crocodile. No one, no one's baby got carried away by a dingo. No one got stung by a stingray. <laughs> no, instead they uh, they got their heads chopped off and impaled on a unicorn. Yeah, and- it was weird. <laughs> that was either the most homoerotic thing I've ever seen, or just a weird thing. Yep, I'd, I'd count it as a weird thing. Um, have you guys seen this one before? <laughs> I have not. No, I have not. Also, I've probably seen it once or twice. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, <laughs> and talk about the wackiness. We were just saying before, like, the ship thing was just about it, and the skybox itself was doing yeah, some pretty Yeah, the fact that stuff. it descends on the stage and all that, but it yeah. wasn't so, it's not really like... wacky, though, is it? Yeah, it's not like a wooga kind of, like... It wasn't... Certainly the skybox wasn't hovering. It was on a mechanical arm. It's yeah. something that's... And it just got put down, and then the guys went out the back to the bar. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of the things that wouldn't actually happen rather than mm. couldn't, so... Yeah. Yeah, you, you I don't would think, yeah, I'd say on a scale of 0 to 10, this is like 0.5 wacky. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, only really a couple of wacky bits in the island and that's it. Um, heart, did you guys feel the heart from this episode? Not really, like it no. was there, and I know where I was supposed to feel it, it just didn't quite land. Yeah, a bit of Homer sticking up for Lisa, but... Yeah, I think it, it tried to be more daddy-daughter than it was, mm. like it kind of pointed in that direction, but... Wasn't, there wasn't much emotion to it. 
No, it, it did, like, even with Homer wrapping it all up, did sort of feel like a means to an end, just wrapping up the plot for, mm. you know, in the most wrapping up way possible. Well, that, that doesn't really feel like, ever feel like there's any kind of stakes, you know? Like, mm. maybe you'll offend your rich friend. Okay, then you won't have a rich friend anymore. Yeah, we- or if, like, she had Lisa over a barrel and said, oh, I gave you this new bike that you can't get rid of now because you threw away your old bike or something. And yeah. so she has to keep being, a fr- like, some stakes. Yeah. I, do, I do like how your stakes are equivalent to that of Adrian Childs. Like, I can't. I threw away my old bike. I can't yeah. not be friends with my friend now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, they had an argument and they stopped being friends, but then Homer and the dad still hung out. Yeah. And they still yeah. went on the island. So even though she did the right thing... She could have just been, yeah, whatever, you know, happy, well, yeah, but, you know, friendly in demeanor to her and then not enjoy the time mm. on principle, like with the pay TV that I got for free. Yep. Yeah. That um, that could have still stayed to that same story. Like, yeah. They didn't have to make up and then, yeah, just and then fight cheap, again. Yeah, it's kind of like a Hallmark version of a Simpsons episode, I think. A yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah. I mean, I probably would, but I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I... If it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm not too keen on this one. I'm going to say no. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to avoid it, but, you know, if I'm on a flight and it's on the thing, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I've seen it, but it's either this or, you know, Two Broke Girls, so I'll just watch this. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much the only choices they give you in economy. (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember if we made this point last time on actual podcasts, if we were just doing it when we were talking, but the good thing about Two Broke Girls is no one cares if you make fun of it. Yeah. No, no one's defending that show. <laughs> That's true. I've never heard anyone get upset about Two Broke Girls being dissed. Yeah, yeah even Big Bang Theory has like hardcore defenders. But, yeah, but <laughs> oh, my new favorite thing to do is to tell people that Prince was not a good, talented artist. That gets the most reaction out that, of anything I've ever seen in my life. That's just punching a sleeping bear. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's a lot of Closet Prince fans that can't tell you any of their song, any of his songs, but will defend the to the death, the right to call him a genius. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Especially if they don't know the songs. That's very surprising. They know the songs that I know, and I'm the guy who doesn't like Prince. So yeah. if they can't also name an extra song on top of yep. Raspberry Beret... If they don't know what comes after Purple Rain on the album Purple Rain, then... Yeah. Uh, I assume it's... Prince. Li- <laughs> I assume it's Lilac He comes June. after Purple Rain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. It was gross. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> But mm, I debate with you, but yeah, I'm totally the Fairweather Prince fan. I've got the greatest hits, and uh, I'm more of a fan of his bass player, Larry Graham. Like, oh. you, you would be. You in the bass. <laughs> um, so let's rank this thing. Phil, kick it off for us. We're um, on our patented six-point scale, where at the tippity-top we have Cubic Zirconia going down the list. We have Gold, Silver, Bronze, Participant, or Failure. Where is your vote tonight? You know what? I'm going to give it Solid Silver, but... I'm almost edging gold. Oh, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> Not quite, but I'm like, it's it's silver with stripes. <laughs> silver with stripes. Well, it still can't get up the top two levels. It has to hang out with Bumblebee Man and um, mm. Mel. How about you, Beach? Uh, I'm at a participant. Yeah. I felt it just, it was okay. Nothing. I'm nearly at a bronze, but I'm not quite there to be perfect. It's a high participant for me because it's got some better jokes than some of the other ones i participated but ultimately i'm gonna forget this one tomorrow yeah um yeah to achieve a basic metal ranking for me i need to want to watch it again and that's it 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 could have edged to a bronze but it didn't didn't have that factor so yeah it's a participant for me as well that's interesting yeah you were the only one who wouldn't watch it again whereas i would i'd be okay with it but um yeah it's it's so close but it's not quite there yeah i'm not gonna be like like, oh it's that one that has thing in it it's gonna be like oh it's that 
one. Yeah, but it is the one. I'm definitely going to use the line, I've never seen you this unhappy lying down in my, <laughs> in my near future. So That is good, yeah. Damn, um, that's a Guys, please note, that's a good one to save for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, cool. Well, that about does it for Friend with Benefit. And we are going to go to our Awkward Teens episode called Million Dollar Abbey. Abby. God, Million Dollar I'm Abby. I'm not looking forward to this already. Was <laughs> it Abby or Abby? I'm not sure. Well, it's in reference to Abe Simpson. So it'll be Abe, yeah. But in cross reference oh, to Million baby, Dollar Baby. Right, that sounds like right. It's not called Million Dollar <laughs> Babby. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to pat your head. <laughs> Adorable. Mike, like a styrofoamy apple. Eat the yeah. mic, like a styrofoamy apple. Eat the mic. Nothing wrapped with apple. Get yourself some snapple. It's just apple. I know. Yeah. Um, Don't be so crapple. Um, we just watched season seventeen, episode sixteen, million dollar AB, million dollar Abby, AB, AB. Um, so yeah, this is the one where Homer um, leads the charge on getting the Springfield to have a football team called the Springfield Meltdowns, mm-hmm. and Abe Simpson ruins it, but then redeems himself by coming the town's favorite matador. Guys, what did you think? Eh, eh. No, I'm very much there as well. It's. Hmm. You know, it it started a lot stronger than it ended, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, by the ending, I'm just like, where do we start again? <laughs> I did kind of lose track of it for a while. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I've been doing lately, is making sure I at least keep track of um, how the story progresses. This one, again, starts quite well. It starts with um, the Simpsons just watching TV, and they'll watch, see some sports center thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's another good one. Uh, there's a TV joke of Carmen Electra's boobs, and that was whatever. And then, but then it's straight into the sp- uh, plot with the um, yeah the sports center thing. The yeah, new, new franchise like, for the NFL coming yep. to a new city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that works out well. Um, and Homer's like, it should be us, and I'm going to spearhead the charge. And this is a weird thing where we get two jokes from Maggie. One I liked, and one I thought was stupid. Yeah. So we got one where she's got one of those, um, you know, pull the draw stingers. The cow goes, move. Yeah. 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 It's just called a point thing. and laughs. So it just points at Homer and laughs. And like, okay, that one I liked. But then later on, it's got the other thing where it's got her subtitle at laughing at Homer. It says something like, The bald mummy will surely fail. Yeah. yeah. This is like, this is very not... Japanese for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, why why do it twice and why do it a second time worse? It's just... Well, yeah, because it's like one of those callbacks to a jokes. Um, God, what was the one where the character said, don't laugh, it's a serious problem, and they keep laughing or something like that? And... They do that a few times. This is Springfield. One yeah. that comes to mind is, um, we're going to talk about first aid, but I'm not talking about some rock concert. Dead silence. I'm talking about treating serious injuries. Everyone laughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Homer telling the kids he wants to own the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, another one where they continuously laugh at him. But yeah, the, this one, yeah, that fell flat. And then, yeah, it cuts to an exterior of their house and they're doing sort of a joke where there's a bunch of weird sound effects coming out of the basement. It was one of those ones, okay, it starts off with like a typewriter and you're like, and then it goes to like a bandsaw and then goes something else and switches again. And I thought the thing was going to be cut to home and he's like, I, li- I, c- I can only think when I'm playing my sound effects tape or something like that. Mm, yeah. And it just didn't happen. Would have made more sense given where the sound effects ended up going with yeah, the, the spooky children. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit odd. And I think it was might have been a homage to Mr. Rogers. There's that that slow zoom down from the exterior house to like the basement window uh, with oh, working right. sound effects. It's definitely from somewhere, but I'm not confident as to where it's from. Yep. Yeah. But it was, yeah, 15 seconds for a joke that and was you, funny in 1943. No payoff, yeah. And some of those references are like, yeah, the best jokes are the ones where you don't need to get the reference to get it. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. still it's funny regardless. Yeah, not, as we found out from previous ones, yeah, the ones where you think you get the joke, but then later on you find out it's a reference to something and you get it again. Are like fantastic. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but they're the ones that have really make it the best show ever. Um, and yeah, so at this point we cut into the thing, uh, into the basement and Marge is coming down. Now oh, you've been out here for three weeks and turns out Homer did a reasonable job. Yeah, he designed the stadium stadium, and got the uniforms and... I love the stadium Did name, anyone get the title, the full title? The no, title, but no. in its essence, it's Quickie Mark, Costington's, Moe's Tavern, uh, uh, Costington's Duff Beer Stupid uh, Flanders <laughs> Park yeah, yeah and then and later on when they name it they actually call it's it it's actually called that yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bunch Flanders. of uh, yeah Springfield businesses Call yeah. by Stupid Flanders and they actually call it that it's fantastic <laughs> yeah that, that gag I really liked but yeah it was just hey look Homer actually did a thing and Marge is like super attracted to it and then he's like maybe you should brush your teeth yeah mm. that was all and that's kind of like Homer's big thing was I'm going to bring this franchise team to this town and they all laugh at him for an hour and a half and then he builds a thing in the basement which is impressive but it's a model of a stadium and a guy in a football uniform yeah I'm sure there were a few football uniforms and yeah yeah. well there are two cheerleaders in a football but I feel like when a NFL franchise is going to decide a city it's not going to say have you already designed your uniforms or do we need to hire someone for you yeah well see that's the thing that's where um, um, LA was different they just got shot a video with Rob Reiner they didn't have their uniforms ready that's (laughs) that's going to be the only uh, celebrity call out to Rob Reiner in the history of TV (laughs) <laughs> uh, they do some in South Park, but they're oh, far yeah. less favourable. <laughs> you yeah, haven't seen that episode? Yeah, because yeah. isn't Rob Reiner, he's the one trying to get smoking banned from movies? Yeah. And like, if, if you have someone smoking it, he wants an immediate R rating. Fuck you, Rob Reiner. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't even smoke, but that's so fucking stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, Rob Reiner, was, the appearance was pretty mm, uneven. But I like the gags where he's going around to the Hollywood stars and yeah. replacing names with his name. Yeah. Like, yeah, on Rob Rowe changes it to Rob Reiner and on Carl Reiner changes it to Rob Reiner. And yeah, <laughs> at the same time, like, that, their uh, submission video for LA, was that was a super long gag that mm. wasn't very yeah. funny. It was like, that must have been like three minutes of screen time. Well, like, yeah, because yeah. that We Between... Are The World parody just went for ages. Yeah. Well, it's not only that. You also had the executives before watching the video, then they watched the mm. video, then you have the executives after the video and... It ends with that weird one where the rich Texan goes, now I gotta go tell my great gay grandson I still love him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was weird segue. set up and hit from nowhere. <laughs> no, it was. It, yeah, it, it was weird. Um, yeah, the We Are The World... Pa- like, I like how it was the um, actors signing off on the lookalikes to portray them in this song. I thought that was funny, but the song itself way, it went on way too long and they repeat Springfield sucks like eight times and... Yeah. Freddie Krueger coming out of the poster, bleh. And every yeah. single song in The Simpsons, apart from See My Vest, is too long. <laughs> I hate cartoons that do songs. Every time it's like, nope, fast forward. Oh, there's some early classic ones. Even like their old We Are The World parody for uh, Timmy, the boy who got stuck nope. down the well. Nope. Cut it out. Uh, oh, that is so self-referential and hilarious. Yeah, but it's boring. I don't want to see you sing songs with jokes in them. That's what Weird Yankovic's for. 
Man, Simpsons <laughs> is making me laugh with my eyes. What about that episode with Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. See my vest or nothing. It's fair. I mean, that is a great song. Oh, but the Up Who song and the yeah. the uh, yeah, we put the spring in Springfield. But oh. Elliot, please, will you see my vest <laughs> made from real? That is that chest. is the best. <laughs> if that were, sorry, uh, but it is catchy. Oh wait, that yeah, we, we probably owe some money now. Yep. So, um, so yeah, the panel of people select Springfield, and they've got uh, milk mania and Down syndrome, and <laughs> that was those Lenny and Carl's, yeah, yeah, half painted red, half painted blue, and he's like, "I've got met Down mania," and <laughs> Lenny goes, "I've got Down syndrome." <laughs> really, a joke I did not see coming, and they're the best ones. Yeah, yeah, made me laugh a lot. And it was purple and orange. Sorry to <laughs> pop that bubble. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> We're not good at colors. Get over it. <laughs> I do sarcasm and hating things. I don't do colors. That's what we came here for. God, you know they need a quiz. Now, something else I hate. Oh, I didn't hate the bit where they had um, Grandpa Simpson sitting at home watching 48 minutes rather yeah. than 60 minutes because 48 minutes is the actual amount of time an hour episode of TV is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't like any of the material with the inter- uh, the interview with Snake. Um, no, it was very... It, it might have been good if it was kept down to a couple of seconds, but it did go on a bit too long and was too specific, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was very much leading up to this scenario that then leads up to the next thing. Yeah, where, yeah, Grandpa... Um, yeah, the football commissioner gets lost because they've all changed the street names to football related things and i yep. like and there's a few good touchdown avenue and um, uh, off off season knee, knee surgery. Surgery. yeah <laughs> um, i'm assuming that's something that happens a lot in the game it is a lot yes yeah. there we go so yeah the football commissioner naturally gets lost because of all these street name changes so goes stops in the simpsons house of course because everyone does goes to use the bathroom and i like his line there uh what does he say I need to use your bathroom because obviously I've been crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's when he's watching the 48 minutes bits. Snake's detailing what he'd do in a, yep. a break in. Go into a house and pretend I need to use the bathroom or the phone or something. Mm. And so then, yeah, he knocks out the football commissioner. Simpson has arrived home and he's got him bound and gagged. And, and I don't like how the town turns on Abe because it was kind of their fault for the street sign thing. Also, if the football book commission is coming to start a new franchise in your town, maybe don't let him drive himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upstairs for thinking, Simpsons. Mm. But yeah, that was kind of... This is just a very long-winded way to make Grandpa uh, Matador, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, we're not even there yet. It's that's even true. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, so that's when this episode does become about... Uh, this is the second thing this episode becomes about. Grandpa gets so depressed in this whole thing that he decides to off himself. Yeah, because that guy at the nursing home was like, hey, talk to this doctor. He'll help you out. He'll help you kill himself. Yeah, Doctor e- Dr. Ego Yan, I feel like that's meant to be a joke. Yeah, I was the same yeah. way. I'm like, is that, like, if you say it carefully, does it pronounce something? Or is that a... I couldn't Ego- figure that out. Doctor Ego Yan. Ego Yan. Maybe combining the doctor. Dragon? Is it Ego Yan? Wait, who's the famous... Drago Yan. Kevorkian. Kevorkian. So nothing no, nothing. It's also, just, I entirely forgot that that part of the show happened. Yeah, no, it's a big chunk of nothing, really. Yeah. Was yeah. Just, so, shall I surmise it in the fastest way possible? Go. So, Grandpa hates himself because everyone hates him, and he tries to go kill himself, but he thinks, I'll wait 24 hours. If the phone rings once, I won't kill myself. And it doesn't. So, he goes to kill himself, and in the process of being euthanized, 
the laws overturn, the cops break in, stop the euthanasia, take the doctor and the death pod away. Yeah, the I dipod. liked the dipod. The dipod, sorry. I liked there was a little subtle gag there where there were three settings on it. Slow, painful death, instant death, or mega death. Yeah. You I know, something like there for the metal fans. Yeah, I like that. Maybe made me laugh. Or the um, bad music fans. I thought Ooh. maybe the first one could have been Killing Me Softly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Make them all music, yeah. yeah you, 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 there's like a lot of runs there, especially if you're calling it the Dipod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah too many minutes to thinking. True. Um, and so Grandpa then wakes up, thinks he's dead, has the best three minutes of his life running around Springfield, not caring what people think. Yeah. Till he, re- he, till he bumps into the family at a restaurant and they say, you're not dead, we're not dead. And he's like, I've been living in fear my whole life. I'm going to stop living in fear and live my life now at 80, whatever he is, seven, yep. nine, something. Yeah. Um, and so then when he goes on a montage of death-defying yeah. things like eating candy. Yeah. And yeah, another short, quick montage with the taffy bit and the skating and then saying to Jimbo, Kearney and Dolph, you're going to fight in a pointless war. But I mean, during that whole realisation, there were a few good bits. Like when he's going down to die, I like the whole... Um, what would you like me to play and what would you... <laughs> what do you want to listen to and watch while you're talking? Yeah, and it was Glenn Miller Orchestra and Cops Beating Up Hippies. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke I liked. Yeah. Um, and oh, I hate Wiggum's gag when he does the bust and says, look out, Manfred Manslaughter, you're going to jail. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah, there's a lot of bad puns in that second. Well, that whole... That, like I said, I forgot that story even existed. Yeah. Yep. I thought it just went from here to being a grandpa being a matador because he's now fearless after that we go from yeah so then he decides he wants to live without fear and this town does a big uh, meeting about what they're going to do with the stadium now they don't have a football team so naturally which I was pissed that there should have been at least two joke suggestions before the third one it's probably threes I was ready for straight to bullfiles I was ready for like hot dog rally and hot dog dog park or something well mascot free for all that'd be funny (laughs) I'd, I'd watch that yeah Oh, wait, what kind of free-for-all? I'm not into furry stuff. No, fighting. Okay, yep, I'm in. The other one's called Furry's Norgy. fighting. <laughs> furry fighty fetish club, damn it. <laughs> Just because it alliterates does not mean we do it. <laughs> I'm not saying participate, I'm saying host. <laughs> and make the money from. Exactly, man. Yeah. <laughs> Furries are loaded with cash. Aren't they? Is that true? I guess they got to afford the costumes, they can't come cheap. <laughs> And much like The Simpsons, we ask, how did we get here logically? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah, with the stadium, like, I don't like that they didn't at least do some establishing material because yeah. that was some of the problem. They spent so much time on weaker parts of this episode that just establishing a setting, um, time wasn't used effectively. Yeah, and just, you could Much just, like my word sentence then. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> word, word sentence. sentence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my <laughs> new favourite term. God damn, my word sentences are not working. Yeah, I forgot mine because I'm so busy laughing at word sentences. Um, I was saying something to the effect of, um, yeah, it's just this one guy we've never seen before who's like, it'll be a bullfighting ring. And everyone's like, yep. Yeah, he kind of looked like the guy that was obsessed with um, patch jackets from Planet Hollywood and Movie World and stuff. It was a specific He was wearing a Planet Hollywood jacket. Mm-hmm. Ah, cool. Then it was him. Um, oh, I, it I don't I, even remember what episode that was Because I was from. like, why is he specifically wearing a Planet Hollywood yeah. jacket? Like, I thought it was going to be John Travolta or someone, but it turned out to be not some guy. Yeah, the storyline with him in uh, an episode previous was, yeah, him and, like, four other old people are obsessed with collecting souvenir jackets from res- uh, places like Planet Hollywood or Disney mm. World or things like that. That is not a plot line. 
Yeah, and... This is how you start being a furry. <laughs> First it was jackets, then it was furry jackets, and well, here we are. <laughs> At this stadium fiesta, <laughs> free-for-all. I am in a chimichanga costume. No, wait, what, what's the <laughs> tiny little mouse? Is it a chimichanga <laughs> like a taco? No, no, tiny little mouse. Chinchilla? Chinchilla. Now I am in a chinchilla costume. I'm too late, you're already in a chimichanga. <laughs> you're a chihuahua in a chimichanga. There's a specific furry fetish, <laughs> ones that are costumed large food. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, you awoken my fetish. I didn't know what I wanted until now. <laughs> All right, well... I'm not awakening anything. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, don't bring up community in the Simpsons podcast. Um, now we bring up lots of stuff. Um, so yeah, then they have a bullfighting ring. Yeah. Uh, well, Lisa does object in the meeting and says that bullfighting is a cruel pseudo sport. And Homer's like, yeah. Lisa's right. Bullfighting is a cool super sport. Yeah. I was like, okay. It I'll was get, dumb, but I laughed. I'll get that next. The second time we've got someone mishearing Lisa's... Yeah. <laughs> Lisa jokes. So yeah. Yeah, so then they established the bullfighting stadium. Yeah, uh, and, Marge uh, has a bunch of shitty dialogue here. I don't even remember. I did. Well, I was going to say we glossed over the bit where we said Grandpa naturally volunteers to be the matador. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're 20 minutes in and the episode has started. Um, and, and he's very good at it. Yeah, for some reason. For also, someone, yeah. Oh, this is the bit that shit me. So the the main premise of the don't be bullfighting is you're killing beautiful animals in terrible ways with stabby and horses yeah. and mm. stuff. Do all the bulls die of exhaustion from running at the cape? Because they like Grandpa Simpson like goes ole and the bull runs past like four or five times. Mm. He does it perfectly every time. Yep. And then the bull just like looks at him and goes and collapses on the ground like it's tired. Yeah, like, they didn't stab it, or he didn't have a sword. It's like no, he he stabs it with a sword, but only, only it. after it's passed yeah. out. Yeah, but like that's not how bullfight. The bull doesn't yeah. get tired. You don't bullfight the yeah, bull. Yeah, there's even. Yeah, I didn't down. think that was a thing. No, there's even. Uh, I mean, Marge even says, "I don't know who's more handsome, that guy or the bull stabber," which oh, is literally right. the role. He's supposed to be shanking the thing in the back the entire time. Yeah, mm. like, I was like, if you don't make it a grotesque sport that you need your main character to protest, yeah, at least. Don't have a go, oh, I'm cute and I'm falling down now. She go, you get stabbed all the way through and it dies anyhow. Yeah, just yeah. make it bullfighting because that's what it is. Well, Although in that moment where he does stab the bull, I liked the choices that they made here. Grandpa goes to stab the bull and then it cuts away to Lisa whose heart breaks and the only sound effects there are the, the crowd cheering, uh, but mm. the only visual is her disappointment. I thought that, that was just an interesting, good taste film choice. Yeah, because... Yeah, for a moment, you think, okay, he's going to stab the ground and he's going to be like, mm. this bull's just tired and I'm tired and I'm not so different from this bull and I learned something today. But no, you get he actually goes for it. Yeah. I would have hated if they'd done that, though. Yeah, and I would have hated it, too. So for a while, I was like, okay, where to go somewhere I wasn't expecting. And yeah, um, and then after that scene, they um, sort of do an act break there and they come back to uh, Grandpa sort of all full of himself in the apartment and Lisa comes and confronts him and they had the great back and forth with the, I was always cheering for you, Grandpa. And mm. That's kind of like, I would like, my first thought was, he's like, Lisa, don't take this away from me. This is the first time in my life that people have cheered for me. And Lisa goes, I've always been cheering for you, Grandpa. And I, he should have turned around and gone, well, for that 24 hours where I was waiting to see if I wanted to die or not, you could have called me. Yeah. None of this. I was you always cheering for you. the whole town hated me. Yeah. The whole town hated me. You were always cheering for me, but you never bothered to come over or say hello. It was like, you know what? That's just lip service. Yeah. I would have much preferred it if he got there on his own. Like he had his own revelation rather than... Because it makes Lisa a drag. Okay, it's bullfighting, so it's not something I support, but it makes Lisa the drag again. Yeah. Because the, the episode, whole, whole town is on board. Yeah. 
if anyone wants to stop stop the fun, it's Marge or Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, and well. Marge is too obsessed uh, perving on the bull stabber and the bull stalker or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Marge must have had like five lines this episode, I think. Mm. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I didn't like anything to do with the Spanish announcer. Um, no. And yeah. I kept I couldn't help but thinking the whole time he didn't have to be Spanish like no. just because it's bullfighting and you know uh, well is he the same announcer from the soccer game yeah it yeah, seems like that was the also, same also he didn't model. have to be an announcer like why bother having one we can see what's yeah. going on yeah like, you're not making a joke out of it apart from the second time where they he tried to he correctly guessed what was on Grandpa's weighted mind because he's. Mm granddaughter was because the, disappointed. The flurry of the keep tells all. Yeah. Which was close to a good joke, but everything else around it was so boring I didn't care. Yeah. If you got to think like that's a two scene setup to get that one gag in. Mm. But yeah, it seemed to like skewed more to like doing Spanish related humor where it's not necessarily related and Springfield do have an established go-to announcer guy as well. Like yeah, I was a, I was really on the fence with that one. Yeah. yeah. Um I do like good uh, sign gag for the stadium. It was like, today, bullfighting, tomorrow, blood sa- bloody sand sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I didn't see that, no. Oh, no, but oh, our old friend, is it Carl? Who's the, the phone salesman who always is down uh, his luck? Gil. 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 Gil turns up. At- oh, sorry, I've jumped ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, at this point, yeah, Grandpa has the change of consist, lets the bulls free, and the bulls take over town, take it away. Yep. And so poor old Gil comes out of the dry cleaner. He's got a red suit, and he's like, yes, oh, Gil's back on top, and he's got a shiny red suit, just as all the bulls come around the yep. corner and trample the shit out of him. Yeah, that's the weird thing, because like, Lisa's got, you're doing a sport where you murder a defenseless animal, and they get released and like hurt a bunch of people. Yep. <laughs> so, and then no one kills them during this time. Yeah, it was like... Especially not... The bullfighter, who that's his job. You could redeem yourself all in one go. Yeah. yeah. Fix a problem, silence Lisa's criticism, and save the town. Yeah. And be a hero and have people, you know, cheer you for once again. That'd or, be fun. Or go into uh, the next year, they just have a celebratory running of the bulls mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. a stabbing yep, That'd be bulls. fine as well. I did yeah. like the joke that they had here with Luigi and he was walking a creative field and they all surround him, but they... It, uh, they undid it with Luigi rambling about he'll give him a free a pizza pie and oh no they're eating me now yeah, yeah and doing his hacky impression just just the ominous surrounding was enough mm. yeah and you that, that was enough guess. you could have stopped he would have gone guys we could talk about this and then just <laughs> move away yeah didn't have to offer try and bribe bulls with pizza yeah or, or even just like the simple look like he's holding the veal yeah. the bulls are looking at him yeah he's he like, just does a shifty oh. left left uh, eyes left, eyes yep. right, the end, that's fine. And then you can cut to your weird Danny deck chair parody yeah, thing. Which is so because yeah, in the end, Grandpa and Lisa just floating on deck chairs for no reason. It's like, this wasn't mentioned anywhere in the episode. Also, they're entirely out of the danger. The people who caused it, both directly and indirectly, are the only two not affected. Until, yeah. yeah, until, until the, the balloons. Uh, uh, two no. bulls fly, float up next to them with balloons tied to their tails. By whom, I ask. Yep. And then... (laughs) Other bulls. And then they somehow go, "Uh uh-oh. And then the assumption is the bulls attack them. But they're all floating in the air via balloons. You don't get traction with your hooves. No. And they're attacking, what, the people that um, wanted them to be free and happy? That just goes to show bulls are actually assholes. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, it's like Troy McClure says, if a bull ever had the chance, he'd kill you and everyone (laughs) you care about. Yep. Um, And that's where the episode ends. They have this... um, Pointless uh, post little... credits bit of just a cut back to grandpa in the 40s or 50s or something. Yeah, ratting 60, out 70s. friends he thought were communists. And it's like, yeah, yeah that why, was why weird. We and like... not, 
Like, is that a reference to the other time Abe Simpson fucked a lot of people over? That's yeah, I very thought, strange. Like, if there had been a line about, you know, no one's ever cheering for me except for that time I revealed all those commies, and that was at that least there'd yeah. be a, at least there'd be a link to it. But you know, it just comes out of nowhere, isn't funny, and does nothing. And there's also it's over, over the cre- well, it has the credits over the top of it, which makes you think. Leaving this out wouldn't have cost you anything. No, not a thing. And you wouldn't be sitting here going, that was weird and dumb ending of this show. Yeah. He mentioned John DiMaggio, who, a voice of Bender and Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. Did he say John or Joe? John. Um, He definitely said John. Yeah, Yeah, he also said Joseph Stalin. So I'm like, this doesn't make any sense now. Oh, just jumping back, what was with the um, euthanasia doctor and going, you'll join the other people I've killed, like Socrates and... um... No, 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 he didn't kill them. They're famous people who have killed themselves. Oh, okay. Like Ernest Hemingway and Hunter S. Thompson and Virginia Woolf. Oh, I missed that. The the original Suicide Squad. I didn't know that Socrates had killed himself. No, I didn't know that either, but I'm going to assume the context of the joke tells me. Well, that's what I think it is. Um. Anyway, uh, so storyline, it was... Each act was a different story. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, they all led us to a story. Yeah. Like, but it followed a, a sort of logical conclusion, but there was no flow of theme or of anything anything logical. Yeah, I mean, they brought the stadium back, which was kind of good, but yeah, yeah, it was pretty much, yeah, act one, football, act two, so, well, uh, euthanasia, as, act three. As we learned from Danny doing nice little syn- synopses, it begins with the Simpsons watching a football program on TV and ends with home with uh, Abe and Lisa floating in deck chairs while balls attack the town. <laughs> and if that and, doesn't tell you everything you need balls. to know. Pardon? Yeah, that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah. I think we have everything here. Let's all just walk away. <laughs> Good night. Um, if you were to want to put it in a playlist, what would the theme be? Um, Lisa ruins everything. <laughs> Sports um, in Springfield are doomed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Abe-centric episodes, but even then, I don't know if it's worthy of a playlist. Um, yeah, Homer against big football. Yeah. Like when they're planning to move the isotopes. I really should move the yes or no, would you watch this episode question again before the playlist one, because... Um, yes or no, would you want to watch the episode again? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Felt like a bad episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, like everyone, all the characters are more or less on point. Mm. But it's just flow of the jokes and of the story was just so disjointed and bleh. Indeed. Yeah. I think it's indicative that when you can go, the first two thirds of the episode had nothing to do with the show, mm. like all the story. Yeah. You could have lost that, started at the outbreak. It was like, I'm, and Grandpa just goes, I'm a bullfighter. And you'd be like, eh, yeah, fine. <laughs> it makes as much sense as Homer going, I'm about. going to make the new football team come to Springfield. Mm. So yeah. that way you've got still, you know, two thirds of a show left that you can have Grandpa being a terrible bullfighter. And you something. know, speaking of this sort of story and Grandpa, the episode Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy, each of those three acts are sort of their different things. But, you know, they're not these big swings like, Springfield gets a football team. Grandpa wants to kill himself. Grandpa wants to be a bullfighter. Yep. It's just small little things, you know. Um, yeah, uh, Grandpa invents a sex tonic. Okay, that kind of sounds weird. but <laughs> And then it's that him and Homer know. on the road selling it. And then it's um, Homer and Grandpa have a bad relationship. And yeah, But it remains the consistent of Homer and Grandpa throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. they lead into each other. Like yeah. it's not... These are three things you could take out, put one each one of those segs, 
into almost any other episode. Yeah. And it would kind of make sense. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, it's the grandpa bit doing something. Yeah, also, I'm- he didn't have one teeth joke with the bulls. I thought like at some point he'd like try and bite the bull with his teeth in his yeah. hand. I thought, it, well, it would have been way funny if he was a good matador by pure accident. Like he, the bull charges it, he runs, his teeth fall out, the bull trips on it and falls down and gets knocked out. Mr. Beans his way through. Yeah. Um, play count. How many times do you think you've watched this one? Um, I know I've seen it at least once before because I know that dipod bit. Yeah. yeah. I'd had no idea it was even remotely linked to this episode until I saw that part. Yeah, I think I've seen this at least once before, but many, many years ago. Mm. Yeah, I'd say maybe five times for me. Um, You're a terrible machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any jokes that sort of stuck with you over the years? or the me- Yeah, the oh. Megadeth dipod one for me. That's yeah. literally the only part. Over the, the years, I'm struggling to have any jokes that are sticking with me since watching it. <laughs> mm. uh, wackiness. Yeah, it was pretty damn Just wacky and not to the... the- yeah. And not to the benefit at not all. Not to the benefit at all, no. Yeah, it was like incompetent wacky rather than wacky things going on wacky. Yeah. Um, heart. Did you feel the heart? Nope. Nope. I know it's uh, there. I felt a little bit with Grandpa and Lisa. I thought yeah. that was... I thought it was a good threat. I was too annoyed at Lisa being just the only person in the yeah. whole town. She often is. Yeah, yeah, no, but you think there must be by now. There's, she would have organized a branch of Peter or fucking something. Hmm. Like, just to have her being the only person in the town who's not enjoying the bullfight is like, eh. It just makes her so much more of a killjoy yeah. I mean, when there's nobody again, else. It's not that I agree with bullfighting as a thing, but it just the way yeah. it's presented in this makes it so much... Yeah, it makes her feel like a total killjoy. It's like when they get stampy and uh, Lisa goes, you're all forgetting the most important part where it's wrong to imprison an animal. And this is pausing. Lisa, go to your room. Yeah, yeah. It's just, she gets still gets the protest, but it's... You know, and everyone's kind of aware that she's right, but they just get a joke out of it and you move on. Yeah. Just, it's just, yeah, a total bring down to the episode and to the, yeah, it's a blur. Yeah. And yeah, yes or no, don't want to watch this episode again. Let's rank it. Okay, <laughs> kick it off, BT. Uh, I'm going to stamp this with a failure. Really? Yeah. It's just, watching it, I'm like, this is maybe a low participant, but the more I talk about it, the more I think it. Uh, the more I just dislike it, it just—it's left a very sour taste in my mouth. That could possibly be the beer, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the episode. Just, it—I'll give it a slightly higher failure than the average failure. It's not yell at your TV offensive, but it just doesn't work. And the parts that don't work get worse with age. Mm. All right, I will go next and give it a participant. It could have been a bronze, but yeah, and. I don't know. Maybe if you asked me to rank it at the start of the conversation, it would have been bronze. But you're right. The more we talk about it, the more the flaws become apparent. So, yeah, I'm giving a participant. Phil? I would say the same thing. I was thinking bronze and now I just realized it could have been a lot better than it was rather than just being an awkward mm. version of what it was. So yep. I'm going to go participant. Maybe a shiny participant. Yeah. But still duller than bronze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, on our best to worst scale, it will even out as a dull participant. <laughs> Which, yep. yeah. That, that feels, feels about right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we are going to go to a good episode. Uh, season three, special vocations. And, oh my God, I, I can't believe that we haven't done a season three episode on this podcast since episode four. What? <laughs> How do we even manage that? I don't, it's been 24 episodes. We've entrusted you to look after these things. <laughs> even by <laughs> random chance, you should have hit one by now. Yeah, um, but that's how the cookie crumbled. And <laughs> But yeah, now we're going to go to separate vocations, which is the one where Bart and Lisa get 
uh, fill out the aptitude test and find out that Bart's destined to become a cop and Lisa's destined to become a homemaker. Oh, wow. I haven't seen this one in ages. Yeah. Do you remember it, Phil? Vaguely the homemaker bit, but... They sort of flip their roles at school. Lisa becomes the bad girl. Bart uh, becomes yeah, the yeah, yeah. hall monitor. Yeah. Yeah, maybe very vaguely. Does it feel like an so episode long. of Parker Lewis can't lose? <laughs> in the That's 80s, what... they had weird names for shows. Yeah. <laughs> True. But, I mean, he was they were right. He couldn't lose. Yeah. Until he got cancelled. Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, then the whole show, not just Parker Lewis lost. <laughs> we all lost. I like, to think, all lost. <laughs> I like to think he was like, no, I didn't lose. You're all losing me. Yeah. <laughs> can't fire me. I quit. back and we just watched season three episode 18 separate vocations uh aka the one where bart and lisa um flip roles and lisa becomes the rebel and bart becomes the hall monitor yeah guys what did you think uh the school is blue one star (laughs) continuity fail didn't notice the school being blue um i kind of went through a roller coaster on this i started out i was like i remember this from a long time ago and then i was like "Eh, that's not very good and then I was like, by the end, I was really enjoying it. So, yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time since I've seen this one. But, uh, yeah, I had fond memories and they were all revisited. But, um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this one. I think a lot of nostalgia was playing into it for me because, like... Yeah, definitely. It's kind of hard to be objective as well because this episode mm. is so ingrained into me and so much of the quotes I just remembered, like, the exact timbre, the exact delivery of it, like... Yep. Forgery! So he didn't have leprosy (laughs) and another one you know you're earning you're 18 grand a year like this one probably gave a lot of assholes in high school and school a lot of ammunition against (laughs) yeah absolutely a lot of witty quips to say i don't know you You? (laughs) i don't know if witty quips are the quips you're getting there (laughs) that is pretty witty (laughs) so yeah this is one that again i think Gets into it very quickly, which has been a nice theme throughout these ones. But uh, it actually keeps a consistent storyline throughout. So starts in the school and the students are taking a career aptitude normalization test or can't. Yep. <laughs> Kent. But Kent. I think she pronounced it. Kent. Can't. Kent. Oh, is it can't? I can't. thought they were doing a really clever cunt joke. <laughs> no, no, they're doing a really <laughs> can't joke. As yeah. in, well, you can't. I made it That's funnier. the career aptitude normalizing <laughs> test. Um... Yeah, but um, this is another one that, yeah, starts out straight into the episode, the plot, but does have a little gag before we get started. Mm-hmm. You know, hey kids, got a surprise for you. And <laughs> the fantasies are like... Are the various students, yeah. So. Crocodile being wrestled by a, a Native American and... <laughs> uh, Pixie handing out ice creams. Yep. <laughs> From and, Sherry and or Terry. And, and, and being an alien, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a long time since I've seen like uh, a dream realization in a Simpsons yeah, scene to their thought bubble. That's, yeah. That yeah. was big. That was a big flashback for me. I was like, oh crap, I haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah, that was a very. That's a very big staple of like comic strips, and they didn't. They've done it every now and then in the Simpsons, but yeah, certainly changed. It's usually full cutaways these days. Yeah, and, uh, and also just the way that that kind of played out is like, oh, we got a surprise. What do these three kids think the surprise at school is? It's yeah. like mm. something ridiculous, something ridiculous, something ridiculous. But it's like that was a real stop the moment. Here's a joke we're setting up. Pay, 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 and then come back into it. It was mm. yeah, very much an older style of Simpsons writing. I think. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. And just, yeah, totally. Just the way joke, uh, animation does jokes as well. It's something you just haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah good organic cutaways as well. Like, so there's that one. And then there's the one later where they cut to police chief Wiggum, you know, battery sending the tank into the <laughs> yeah, library. And, yeah. um, it's got uh, the smell of box. And Marge's flashback as well. Yeah, very organic cutaway gags and mm. not done in that family guy, you know, hacky style of remember that time. When, yeah. Well, these are all, yeah, exist within context. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're not just throwing to a joke you're making up on the spot. Yep. And so they get the episode started out with great character establishment as well with the two teachers announcing there's a test and then Bart and Lisa's mm. different reactions. Bart going, uh, and Lisa going, oh, boy, a test. And then that moment where she just kind of notices no one else is happy. Yeah. And, again, doesn't say anything, just a shifty eye moment of, oh. Mm. Yeah, it's nice little subtle bit of animation there. Mm. And I love all the questions. The one that Miss Hoover asked, are you a nurse shark, a carpenter, and or a lawyer bird? Yeah. <laughs> Let us take the test for you. Yep. Um, oh, and uh, when Crabubble's complaining and she compares being a teacher to a glorified babysitter, like... <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of a, a, a quiet rant where the husband runs away with the... Yeah. The child sitter or something? Or babysitter? Marriage counselor. Marriage counselor. <laughs> Even worse. Better. Yeah. The only thing worse is the divorce lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I was just, I like a good procedural gag where they, um, you know, come in, securely uh, acquire the test, lock them up, put them in a locked van, fly them in like a private jet to a specific yeah. location. And it's, you know, just needs that. They had some really good music over this montage. It was like real marchy sort of. Yeah, they're very official. This is, you know, the most important test you'll ever take in your life kind of thing. So even though the million times I've seen this episode, I don't actually get the gag where the machine jams. Like, is it jamming because it's Bart? Like, yeah, I think must be Bart's answers are so poor that it failed. yeah it doesn't really make sense because there's a multiple choice thing so how could he get them so bad that didn't see yeah and it, then it's sort of undercut by the fact that he does get offered uh yeah they they it's assumed that he'll be a policeman yeah so. they land a very you know normal job for him despite the yeah. machine so, yeah it doesn't quite land i mean i do like the guidance counselor going uh, up until now i had you pegged as a drifter yeah <laughs> and again another very organic drifter fantasy yeah, yeah and again but yeah going uh, back to the machine i've still got that um guy with the broom and come, come on, on emma, emma. like <laughs> yeah i, I think that, that feels like a real 80s type of gag where it's like you know someone goes in and they're so against the norm that whatever the machinery mm. is falls apart yeah it just seems like a like an old mag magazine type of yeah you know, it feels like or a cracked strip. magazine it feels <laughs> like if this was a new episode that would have had like if this was simpsons heyday being the biggest thing bart being the you know rebel and ikarama not being such a played out thing mm. that it maybe it would have landed a bit better then it's just dated maybe yeah uh, it's a bit weird um but yeah the drift of fantasy and so this is when like the a and the b stories uh really kick off and you know bart gets told he'll be a policeman and lisa gets told she'll be a housemaker and Yep, and Ralph gets told that he'll be a salmon gutter. <laughs> <laughs> so great! And yeah, this is where they still hadn't like made Ralph like as dumb as he Full is. Dumb, yeah. yeah. So yeah, salmon gutter. <laughs> yeah. Like it's he just, gets why that's offensive. It's powerfully disappointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or systems analyst, systems analyst, a systems analyst. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do like when they're sitting around talking about it, and Lisa's upset that she's only got homemaker that uh, and then. What was it? Um, 
Bob's talking about being a police. He's like, oh, I'm going to be a police officer. Herman has the line of, no, no, the army said I was too heavy. The police said I was too dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, which is funny for both of them. <laughs> yeah. And I do really like the, well, isn't anyone going to follow in my footsteps? And just really yep. long pause. But it was. Yeah, super long pause. And then almost another really long pause after, like, you thought it was going to stop. Mm. Yeah. And then the coyote. <laughs> um. Oh. And yeah, Lisa reaffirms, no, she's going to be a jazz musician. She's going to be popular with the French and have torrid love affairs, but avoid the horrors of drugs and may or may not die early. I haven't decided yet. I do like that whole spiel that she's got her blues career figured out. Yeah, Yeah. and it is very typical blues career as well. Um, and then they go to little Ludwig's to get an opinion from a dude who works in a music store. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I he seems to know what he's talking about. The high point of like music, music aficionado is not the the record store that she usually goes to, but mm. it's like little Ludwig's. It's up market, yeah. up market borders or whatever. But it is. I do <laughs> love that all the guy, that guy's lines. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what you got. Well, uh, do you think my daughter will ever be a musician? Oh Lord, no. <laughs> yeah. And then her, she's just I'll practice every it's day. Like, Lisa, let me be frank. And by frank, I mean devastating. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> you have what's known as stubby finger syndrome. Yeah, and you, you know, word to the wise: if you want to be a musician and you got stubby fingers, hey, personally, I'm here to tell you bass. <laughs> I've heard that as a man who's tried to play guitar and has stubby fingers, it did not go well. That's why you need a bass, my friend. Maybe bass. I do. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to someone once who was in a band. I'm like, man, I always wanted to play, be in a band, but I can't play any instruments. My fingers are too stubby. And he's like, that's why I play bass. I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Just so. four strings and not six. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this is where the A and B story separate. Uh, Lisa, Jazz Shot. Uh, and then the cops pick up Bart for a ride along. Yeah. And this is the one thing I love about this episode. From here on in, it's just sort of bouncing really nicely between the two stories. Mm. And you had a nice balance of, yeah, how, what they're, how they're each dealing with it. Bart suddenly up, Lisa trying to find a new identity in, re- in Rebellion. Yeah. Uh, during Bart's drive through, there are some really good license plate jokes. So they drive past a sleazy motel, and the cops are like, you know whose Cadillac that is? That's Mayor Quimby, and his license plate is I Rule You. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I don't even know who saw that. And then later on, uh, Snake's license plate of X Con is. Uh, <laughs> I wish I'd grabbed the whole thing, but they're reading it out phonetically. But yeah. It's, I, I got eggplant, Xerxes. <laughs> yeah. O- overbite, uh, narwhal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was C? Oh, I can't remember. I do like but the... Um, driving the, a red car. <laughs> yeah, red car. I do like the... We Bart goes, so are there any benefits of being a cop? And they go, oh, yeah, park wherever you want. Yeah. yeah. Run red lights, hot and cold, running women. <laughs> <laughs> when you go home at night, you know you made a difference. Mm-hmm. And they cut in uh, with the A story at this point and have Lisa re- writing in her journal and say... last entry because you know this you were a journal of my hopes and dreams and now i have none and it's like literally a five second scene but it gives you everything you need to know about what that character is doing yep and yeah reaffirms the two stories and shows the two uh, transitions happening simultaneously Hmm. really effectively like i really admire the way those episodes bounce between the stories Absolutely. And then you've got, uh, yeah, the police start chasing after Snake and you've got some great little uh, cliched chase scenes like they swerve and a guy has to swerve to miss them and he crashes into a milk truck and it catches (laughs) fire. (laughs) I just drive through a bunch of empty boxes and like, goddamn boxes. There's a lot of good stuff in that actually. Yeah. Even the bit where like they corner him and they're like, kid, this is against every regulation in the book, but will you cover us? And they give him a gun. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. everything about this bit, like there's a different shading and animation going on and the music's very, like if it's not a direct reference, it's such like 
cop music. Like, yeah, I think I don't know if it's a direct reference or just an amalgamation of every cop show ever. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that's what it is. Yeah, but it it works so well. Yeah, and it has the whole "to be continued." Oh, it's so fantastic! Death and then they come a stick. Yeah, they <laughs> come back from the act and yeah, do something very on Simpsons. Just act two, death drives a stick and comes out from the still image. Such an interesting choice. Like, yeah. Well, they were riding hard on cop parody, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. And I'm Rather assuming than... that comes from, like, I don't know. Wait, this was season what? Three. three. So we're talking, right. like, 91, 92. Yeah, yeah, so they don't really have their own thing. So they're just parodying something yeah. they're making fun of rather than yeah. being the Simpsons, I suppose. And I, I imagine that at this time it was just full of those like cop TV shows on reruns, you know, oh, Columbo yeah, sure. and Chips and yeah. all that Homicide, sort of Homicide, Life on the Streets. Yeah. You know. <laughs> was... Oh, I, I noticed how much Snake was bloodied here. I thought it was really like, it looked cool, but it was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it was a lot, but you know, it kind of fit in with the, the whole cop show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we're making him an honorary ch- police officer. <laughs> Eddie, give him your badge. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I do like so, Wigan comes in and go, like pulls a bunch of lotto tickets that Snake had stolen oh, out yeah. of the car and he goes, Looks like you just won the lottery to jail. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, He's unconscious, Chief. And he's like, He can still hear me. I love that because that's the end of like every cop's anything. Oh, yeah. like world, world's wildest police chase always ends in, yeah. This guy thought he'd get away. The only getaway he's getting is a 10 month stay in jail. <laughs> he bought a lottery ticket, but what he scratched off was a sentence. Yeah. To into, prison, to jail. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Yeah. John, it, what's his name? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a great, it's a great challenge to try and end any sentence with "in jail." Yeah, <laughs> try it, kids at home. My sentences always end with a period, like you'll be doing in, in jail. jail. <laughs> nice. And yeah, going back to the A story, uh, Marge showing Lisa how fun it can be to make be a homemaker when you can make a bacon egg toast smiley, <laughs> mm, and then. Nope, and, run in, eat it all. <laughs> and yeah, and um, after that, I sort of got the, um, you know, the song from Parks and Recreation at Jerry's family? Uh, eggs, bacon, and, and toast. <laughs> Start your day the, the Gungich way, way with, with eggs, bacon, bacon and, and toast. God damn it. Now I've got that song in my head. Um, so we go back to the B story where um, uh, Bart does a bunch of cop things and <laughs> t- takes Maggie's fingerprints, who of course walks them on the carpet. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, oh, Marge with the uh, the photo evidence of the cake. Of <laughs> Homer eating the cake. And then of Bart's butt. It's like, oh, how'd they get in there? Yeah, but I just love how like Homer's climbing on the table <laughs> as he's just decimating this cake. It's his whole body All done in Polaroid, it. just uh, five-frame animation. It's excellent. Yeah, it's, a, it's good. It's nice. Like, that's a good way of doing it. It's like showing him kind of picking up the policing interest at mm. while at home yeah. rather than being forced into like a police cadetship or yeah, being or boy scouted jumping or straight to hall monitor even it gives you a bit of yeah. a warm up to that yeah yeah it was good and I even found like the uh, Skinner offering him the hall monitor position was kind of organic because it wasn't just well now you've been in the cops you can control the streets well like- yeah that's it and that's like uh, comes after this next bit where Skinner's praising the Puma and then um, Lisa gives the bad girls the idea to egg it and then it gets egged and mm. then he's like no good, no good Nick's run this school and then <laughs> Willie's getting arrested from Bart's tip <laughs> yeah that was weird at first I thought because I'd forgotten about this episode I thought that Willie was being wrongly arrested for egging the puma yeah but oh okay it, but it just turns out he was burning leaves without a license yep with no respect for our clean air laws yeah, and I made you pause and go back on this one because mm. the scene while Eddie and Lou are arresting Willie, like, the animation is just so fucked up and they look really yeah, weird. Yeah, their faces yeah. are just 
so all over the place. It's hilarious. Yeah, one of them looks like he's got the world's biggest underbite and he's eating his nose. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Very strange. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do a freeze frame if you can and load it to Simpsons screens. I'm sure not going to do that myself. Nope. We're lazy. <laughs> yeah, and so that's, yeah, when Skinner makes Bart the Hall Monitor. And and we get a... You get to wear a sash. <laughs> I do like that was a cinching deal. It's like, uh, yeah. be a knock, I don't know. Oh yeah, because he had that court fantasy as well. That courtroom <laughs> fantasy. Where his voice is dubbed over to sound like uh, Steve Alan. Allen. Steve, Steve Allen. Allen. Who was the guest star in this episode. <laughs> I just, I Whoever just he was. And just, Hi, Karamba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I do quickly like, we do briefly cut back to Lisa and they're praising her for the idea of trashing the Puma. And they give her a uh, Laramie Jr. Yeah. This just scene like, was actually cut from syndication, I think. Really? Because yeah, of that the smoking? Scene? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, but not damn the Damn you, Rob Reiner. <laughs> yeah. But not the other one. I always remember the other one from back in the day, but not the second one where they actually offer her the cigarette and she takes it. Yeah, because mm. there's girls smoking in the bathroom. Yeah. They offer a cigarette. And then the teacher's lounge is everyone smoking. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of indoor... I actually wrote that down. There's a lot of indoor smoking in this, which shows you the age of the show. Yeah. I don't sure. know. In primary school, I seem to remember there being smoking in the teacher's lounge. Definitely not in high school, but... Why were you in the teacher's lounge? That was for teachers. You, you'd walk past it. There's open windows. You bum a cigarette. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm just going to quickly bring up as well before that, there was another moment where Janie um, says to Lisa before she walks in the bad girl's bathroom, do you want to quiz me on the vowels? I never understood this line as a kid and I always thought, is she saying, do you want to kiss me on the balls? (laughs) (laughs) Secrets about Janie. Yeah, she does say vowels really weirdly. It's a quick line as well. Do you want to quiz me on the vowels? Also, that's going to be the shortest quiz in the world. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Today, A, tomorrow, U. (laughs) And Ralph eats glue, which I just yeah. wrote. Ralph, yeah, just Ralph stuff. <laughs> no, Early no, Ralph lines. Um. Ah, oh God, I wrote down Pink Belly because this yeah. fucking song. No, like, we, have, we have a great little crime montage, uh, which ends in the yep. Pink Belly, Pink. But you've got, you know, you've got the uh, forging of the forging of the uh, doctor's notes. So damn, he didn't have leprosy. Yeah. Or uh, what else we got in there? But, oh, that pink belly, man. <laughs> Fucking, sorry, I'm the uh, younger uh, brother of two older brothers, so I got my share of pink bellies with that song being chanted yeah, over you, my head. Yeah, you get <laughs> held down, have the spit, like, dangled towards your face. and then They didn't back. do that one too yeah, much, okay. but it, it was did. mostly, oh, you, you're a bastard. <laughs> like once. I only did <laughs> once just to see if it was something you could do. Turns yeah. out you can. More but effective. it needs a lot of cooperation from the person lying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> if they're in any way fighting back, it's part of trouble. Can't. Yeah, it's tough to do. But uh, I used to get the typewriter a lot. Yeah. Fucking tight right that is. Yep. Yeah, the ting was when they'd squeeze my nipples. <laughs> ah. Let's um, not forget uh there'll be no more making fun of your name, Mr. Glasscock. Glass yeah. <laughs> was it Glasscock? I wrote down Blastcock. I no heard, glass. I heard glass. Is it glass? Cock, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, hey, hey, blast cock. Sorry, just jumping back a couple <laughs> of steps. Um, in amongst it all, there's sort of like, um, you sort of see like a C storyline emerge with like how these actions are affecting other people. And you see Marge and Homer in bed talking about it. And um, then, yeah, cuts back to Lisa with the what have you got? <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that's a Rebel Without a Cause reference. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm neither have I. So yeah, Millhouse with, uh, sure, we have... Um, Order, but at what price? Yep. Classic. And that seems like a some excerpt from a sci-fi movie, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's this, very 1984-ish, yeah. maybe. Who no, knows? this episode is very referency. I feel like, and especially, um, the, this is where the episode starts winding up, where Lisa, you know, 
goes full out and steals all the teachers editions mm-hmm. um, from all the teachers and then um yeah Bart and uh, Skinner start searching for him and it they've got a good line of um oh yeah and it does a little Bart Simpson style Batman 60s Batman bit before that you've got the uh what conduct a school-wide locker search the Supreme Court wouldn't allow us to do that Supreme Court what have they done for us lately yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, with Mr. Glasgow, I'm leaving the teaching profession. And he goes, oh, Mr. Glasgow, please consider. Nuh-uh. <laughs> I do like when he, uh, Skinner puts Bart on the case of the missing books. And he's like, the police have had no clues. And then it cuts to uh, Chief Wiggum going, yeah. the dogs <laughs> have led us here, boys. And he's at the front of the- smell of books. Out of the, out of the front of the, the state library. And he's like, send in the batting ram. And just a tank rolls <laughs> up the steps. <laughs> yeah. Doosh, doosh, doosh. <laughs> Made me laugh. I like that. Yeah, I do like. Oh, and then when they're so, so they go through a, a random locker search by searching every single locker in the school to either, a, like the the forty eight hours movie music or a very clever sound alike to that. I no. thought it was it Beverly was, Hills Cop. Oh, it was Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. Cop. Do, do, I both do, go get do, those do, confused. Do. Um, but yeah, and it does the animation looping three times, but it looks really good, and they it do works, like yeah. some really cool cuts between yeah. Bart and Skinner. Oh, and the, the like the locker opening and closing is in syncopation with like the bass and the yeah. So it's yeah. all like it's all it's quite it's fun it's to watch. It's very stylized. You get the intensity of slowly getting closer to Lisa's locker, and yeah, it's a good. Yeah, and they and as it gets closer and closer to them nearing in on Lisa, the cuts get quicker and quicker as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I thought it was really well done. And I just love the line when he finds all the books, like, answers, answers. Bart, you just saved this school $120. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, even by 90s standards, that yeah. wasn't a lot of money. <laughs> so Bart takes a rap for Lisa because mm-hmm. he's, everyone expects him to, and he says to her, you've got your whole life. You've got yeah. the brains and the smarts. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. He says, uh, you've got the brains and the talent to go as far as you want to go, and when you do, I'll be right there to borrow money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's got all that heart, but then hits it right with a joke. I really like that a bit. Yeah. That was but, cool. And then, yeah, finishes out with um, Lisa practicing the sax outside of where Bart's doing um, the chalkboard gag again. days detention. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a really good bit because, yeah, she did, like, um, ceremoniously quit the band earlier in this mm. episode. And Yeah, it's a nice way to say she's gone back to the sax. Yeah. Because he's had that faith in her. Oh yeah, and just sorry, jumping back to where Lisa did quit the band, and it had that weird Marge flashback. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, where yeah. she like remembers wanting to be an astronaut as a child, and Patty yeah. and Selma tell her there are no female astronauts. It was yeah, it wasn't funny. Well, that's not, okay. Other than the fact that it was a flashback, it does feel like a very mum lesson. Of well, when I was a girl, I believed this, but they my sisters were wrong, but I was wrong about you know. It, so anyone can be wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe it didn't... Uh, I suppose it needed to be a cutback so you get the quick... You know, she's putting on the oatmeal box and she's like, guess what I want to be? And they're like, the girl in the oatmeal box. Yeah. <laughs> um, it made it better than just being, you know, a story she told. Yeah, you could have left yeah. it out, but it's not If you compare it with bad. the time that she told them about when she saved up for the Easy Bakelite oven and yeah. before she worked for it and saved up money, mm. it made all the muffins. It had a, that one had a moral. It had yeah. a morality to it. Whereas this one... Did, but it was also like when you come back and she's like, See, so anyone could be wrong. I was wrong about the cities on the moon, so yeah, everyone could be wrong. It just got a bit hackneyed towards yeah, the end, a little bit more muddled in terms of its message. Yeah, that yeah, I guess it was just trying to establish like Lisa resenting Marge a bit for being a homemaker and um, thinking and trying to glorify it. So mm. I guess it's just trying to divide them a bit, but yeah, it was a bit long winded. Yeah, I was yeah. more impressed that. 
you know, six-year-old Marge made a complete cardboard replica of uh, the, <laughs> Apollo, of Apollo, <laughs> presumably <laughs> thirteen to eighteen. I guess you could say that that scene serves to show that no one's really connecting with Lisa anymore, and at the uh-huh. very end, you get Bart making that connection uh, when he makes the sacrifice. So even Marge, who would be normally the one to, you know, guide Lisa through life, even she can't reach her at this point. Which yeah. is a really smart choice because, like, they Bart and Lisa didn't really have any interaction in this episode. They are in their own separate worlds. But when the like when the chips were down, Bart knew what to do. Like, and yeah, stood and up for it. his sister. And there wasn't any, there wasn't any of that moment where it's like, you know, what you have to do to be which choice you have to make to be a good person, even yeah. if it's the choice that you have to make that will hurt you personally. Like, there's none of that, you know, Kyle from South Park. Well, today I've learned that, yeah. that moment, like even in the episode we watched before about the bullfighting where, sorry, the first episode where Lisa's like, looks like you have a choice to make, Dad. Like, yeah. That moment wasn't there. It was just Bart went, it was he, me. He just did it. There was no stop for it. it yeah. Just, it was like Lisa wasn't going, you should do this because. Yeah. She, at least she came to him afterwards and yeah. went, why did you do that? Yeah, and then got, he can say. He got to it by himself. Yeah. And I think that's stronger for you know the character. And, yeah, and I'd like to think he realized that he'd get off lighter due to his... Not only his past, like, um, fuck, what do you call it? His Misbehavior. And then, yeah, his his recent, you know, hall monitoring, like, that would factor in, whereas Lisa sort of just always is going to slip under the radar. So something like this would stand out and lead to mm. expulsion. Like, it was, yeah, it was just smart on their choice, but, like, not beyond Bart's intelligence, I didn't feel. Yeah, yeah. I figured he did it because he would just do the time easier than Lisa would. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's At the end, his skin is like 300 days, and it's like, I can do that standing in my head. Yeah. 400, yeah, what else you got? Yeah, whereas Lisa's like... 600. Detention Maybe on my I'll permanent record. Oh, jeez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of that time they break into the school records and Millhouse finds his permanent record and tears it up and it like forms back together and goes yeah. back into the shelf. <laughs> Files itself again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, it's time for the questionnaire. So storyline-wise, um, yeah, it was an A and a B and then they had bits of C storyline where other characters were talking yeah, about. Feel more it's a reaction than a storyline. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just thought it was really good writing that like, even when they diverted to something else, they were just reinforcing the two yeah. stories. It's like, uh, we have one kid that's up and one kid that's down. Why can't they both be even? Yeah. yeah. We have three kids, Homer. Marge, the dog doesn't count. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Maggie. And he's like, oh, yeah. There wasn't a bit like Maggie and then pull to reveal mm. Maggie crying. Yeah, like, like that. You know, now Simpsons would try and pull another gag out of that. Yeah. Or the dog sitting in the high chair yeah. or something else. But yeah, I think it's Maggie fine. pulling bongs in her cot or something. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if they go yeah. there, but who knows? Um, but I do like just the condescending, Mars, the dog doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. In that condescending tone. Yeah, it delivers it so well. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you were to put this episode in a playlist, what would the theme be? Um, hmm. um, I would put it in secret room in the school that's full of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do we forget that bit? Um, the oh. the the devi- the fake derriere and the copies of Mad <laughs> Cracked and magazine, crazy <laughs> and crazy, oh, and well. two different bags marked evidence. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh well, you be careful with that crossbow. Mm. I will. <laughs> He's already loading it. Like, yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, other themes for this episode. Um, yeah, just I don't know, schoolyard tales or I mean, yeah. heavily a brother sister episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So put this with like the hockey episode and mm. a couple others. 
Yeah, when they go to the third grade together as well. Yeah, yeah. Bart and Lisa are in school. Well, in the load to fart state. <laughs> Haven't seen that one. Nope. That's no idea one. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the right. um, rare bright moments in season 15. All right, I look forward to it. Mm. 12 years time. When we cover it on episode... Anyway, yeah. does this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Most definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think... It's not as Simpsony as The Simpsons get, but I think that's because it's such a new show so far. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, they're still three. finding out who they are. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's definitely it's definitely this is the show that made it what it is now. Absolutely, or well, at least what it was when it was good. Yeah, um, and yeah, just really just stellar writing and the characters just reinforcing how unusual it is that they're taking these paths right now and. Yeah. Um, hmm. Even though, yeah, the characters aren't technically being themselves, like they're, they're going against their personalities in a very natural yeah, way. Yeah, because that's the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, there's a reason why they're defying themselves, their usual characters. Yeah. And yeah, they establish who they are well into the episode. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's really good. Really, really good. Really? Yeah. And there were no sudden turns, like Barton become a whole monitor, the scene after he be described discovered he could be yeah. a police officer we, we yeah. warmed to it and we got yeah. there Lisa didn't become the terror of the school two minutes afterwards it like you know there were steps up and down to mm-hmm. both those points yeah yeah and like yeah as you say yeah Bart didn't get the results that he's going to be a police officer and now I'm going to be the hall monitor now on my path to being a police officer yeah. later in life like, you had to get the taste for it and then yeah do some uh, home surveillance and yeah Lisa had to get the taste for rebelling mm-hmm. yeah exactly so I think it both really it was really a clean, straight story. Like there was no, I don't think there was anything wasted in this. There was no scene that you could take out that wouldn't make it lesser. Mm. Um, play count. How many times do you think you've watched this one? Jeez, forty. <laughs> yeah, I reckon this has got to be between ten and twenty. Yeah, eleven hundred for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd, I'd actually say easy a hundred. I remember this one in syndication back in the day, mm. and used to VHS tape that shit and. You know, remember all the Channel 10 logo spinning on it? It actually kind of... The episode looks weird without, you know, those little... <laughs> without the watermark. Yeah. <laughs> um, Way to brand our memories, Channel 10. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any memories of um, how uh, quotable moments that have stuck with you through the years? You know, has this episode affected your day-to-day life at all? No, I think this is even almost too new of a Simpsons to really have, like, character quotes because there's funny things that people say but there's not the funny type of thing our character would say like you kind of got there a little bit with ralph eating his paste mm. but, but it's not you're right it's not ralph the whole way through it's like not it's not ralph i bent my wookie or ralph yeah. uh, sleep that's me. where i become an up viking yeah it's just like he's eating his paste because some kids do mm. so i don't think there's anything really that i pull out of there that was i would that i can remember quoting other than just going, this is a funny line, but mm. certainly nothing in there that would occur in everyday Simpsonsness. Sure. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm much the same way. There's a lot of good lines out of it, but I don't think if someone had quoted one to me, I might have even missed it. Like if someone had said yesterday, let me be frank. And by frank, I mean devastating. Yeah. That might be my favorite line out of this episode, but I wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah. I'm, like I said at the start, there's just a lot of this episode, which I think it's just because I've seen it a lot, a lot of the. Um, quotes I'm just like remembering from mass repetition mm-hmm. um, but I gotta say I think um, certainly pink bellies affected my life <laughs> <laughs> any jokes that flew over your head 
I'm pretty sure I never noticed I rule you before or that mm. Xerxes overbite Narwhal is yeah. a hilariously yeah. awkward way to have phonetic alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that... I, I had one time, a long time ago, I used to do tech support for an internet company and some guy tried to tell me what his username was and spell it out in phonetic alphabet that he made up. <laughs> and the, my, the best one, I can't remember anything else he said, but for you, he used upside down. <laughs> I was just like, fucking well played. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the word doesn't, you know, rhyme with anything as a whole. So, yeah, that's a good point. You really wouldn't get that confused with much. No, it's like, you upside down. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I don't think I noticed Mr. Glasscock in the very early viewings, but it does stick out to me as a bit, so I definitely noticed it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Only on this viewing, not so much. Yeah, and I'm sure the first time I wouldn't have realized Laramie Juniors was a, you know, cigarette brand for children. Yeah, well, yeah. like I said, I don't. I'm sure I hadn't actually seen that um, mm, scene until I got the DVDs, like in about. Yeah, Channel 10 cut weird things from syndication for a long time. So yeah, the itchy and scratchy movie episode is like only 20 minutes long in the syndication edit. Yeah, there's a really? lot of stuff. Coming. Yeah, oh, so much got cut out of it, like. Because, like, and you watch it back and you're like, well, that is pretty violent, but, you know, no worse than you see on your cop dramas. Well, mm. and it's, still, it's still a PG-rated show that came from the States. Yeah. Like, they're, like mm. the States still blur people giving the finger to each other on TV. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they'll show... I mean, unfortunately, if you watch Embarrassing Bodies, they'll show you a diseased asshole with like slow motion replays. <laughs> but someone gives it's you full the fin- HD. Someone gives you the finger at the same time. Blur that out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't understand what you're doing. That was uh, enough. So the wackiness in this episode, um, the wackiness just came from that police cop scene, and yeah, I guess some of the hall monitor stuff. More on the fringes of things. Yeah, not really the cool. Belly's a bit wacky. But, uh, but invading a library with a tank. You know, yeah, that's true. But again, that's not a plot point or a main character even doing that. So it's all just kind of fringe. Yeah, there's yeah little bits, but nothing huge. Mm. And but it's all inherent to the story. It's organic. It works. So yeah, I'd say it's like only there to like twenty five percent, but it's totally to the benefit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's only there a little bit, and it's to boost everything else. Yeah, and the heart, like, like not much peppered throughout the episode, but that moment at the end, oh, oh that yeah. kills me. That is so beautiful. Yeah, and I really like that it's then undercut by the joke. You know, you've got the brains and talents to do whatever you want in this world. And when you do, I'll be there to borrow money. <laughs> but yeah, that's just so Bart, and you know that's where he's heading in the future. And yeah, we've seen the future. Hover bus or regular bus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, thank you very much. Oh, well, that's eventually. He still has to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets there. Um. So, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? For sure. Yeah, I probably would. Yes, I would. Let's rank it. Um, man, this is hard for me. It I, is. It's, I actually I really don't know where I'm leaning. Um, it's a really good one plot-wise. Um, not as heavy on the jokes. Mm. And it doesn't feel as essential because I haven't seen this in so long. Yeah. Maybe I know. I'll take into the, the age of it, though. Mm. I think I'll, uh, I'll start off so I can give yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, some place yeah. to go. I'm going to give it gold because it's yeah. very cleanly written. Gets to the point. All the stories tie in and out of each other several times. Mm-hmm. There are funny jokes in there that are still funny now, 20 years later. It's not as wacky as the stuff. Like, it doesn't feel the golden era of Simpsons because it's not. It's year three. Mm. I think, yeah, this is, I stand by what I said before, and this is one of, this is one of the episodes that would have made it the 
30 season running show that mm. it became. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's building a solid foundation for which you then get the amazing episodes from. I'm at a gold as well. Um, it's, yeah, like I said, it's almost forgettable in the sense that I just, I haven't even thought about this one for so many years, um, but it's still really solidly written. A lot more of the heart and story coming through than the jokes, but it works really well and yeah, it's still really funny. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to give that a gold. It is shy of the cubic, but uh, many things are. It's still yeah. a damn good episode. Yeah, like, I want to say cubic because I know it'll average out into a shiny gold, but that's not actually, like, Follow I don't think heart, it's man. my... Yeah, my heart, like, I want to say cubic because there's so much theoretically to like about this episode, the way the story unfolds and everything, but yeah, you're right. It is light, lighter on the jokes and um, it is more of a character piece. Um, there are some really cool moments in it, but yeah little low on the quotability yeah yeah gold is where gold is still a very good ranking it is it is um anyway yeah unanimous gold from this panel for separate vocations and yeah that has been the simpsons index episode 25 um uh who are you are we only only at 25 i thought we were past that (laughs) didn't you just post 20 28 yeah and this has been the simpsons index 29 uh would you guys like to plug anything yeah, uh, you can watch our uh, romantic comedy web series, Dave Plus One. You can check it out on DavePlusOne.com mm-hmm. or hit us up on Twitter at underscore DavePlusOne. If you like laughing and webisodes, you'll love Dave. <laughs> and yep. romance. And mm, romance. romance. <laughs> and uh, cameos by myself and Elliot J. O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Which ep- who are we? You yeah. tell us. Find out what these voices look like and then be confused. Um. Yeah, so that's been Phil and BT, and I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. I'm not tapping out. Neither should you. Isn't that you tapping out, though? Isn't the the irony of I'm not tapping out the thing you say when you turn off and tap out? Well, you then do <laughs> tap space bar. So. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. Yep. Eat the mic like a styrofoamy apple. Sixties Batman bits. Get yourself Sorry, but it is catchy. You're gonna take a while because he has to look up two things. Sorry, but it is catchy. Sixties Batman bit. Never mind. Gonna take a while because he has to look up two things. So crappy. Eat the mic. Next You know the song from Parks and Recreation at Jerry's family? Eggs, bacon, and toast. Start your day the Gurgitch way with eggs, bacon, and toast. God damn it. Now we've got that mic like a star of Fonia. Next time. Gonna take a while because he has to look up two things. And the previous one. It's just Apple. God damn it. Now we've got that song in my head.